Welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. It's the podcast that's like hanging out at the video store. I'm one of your hosts, DK. See, I let you get through the whole thing. I'm pointing at nice. you. Yeah. I'm Chris, your other host. Improve if you feel like it. Okay. Uh, welcome. Now begin the shenanigans. What? Begin them. Yeah. Uh, I feel a little loopy today. Okay. Um, but I think we're going to have a good time. That's what you get for swimming and drinking all day. That's right. I, I, yes, I was drinking all day. <laughs> uh, so big news in this house. We got a robot vacuum. Uh-huh. So if you hear something along the lines of a robot vacuum, it's probably my robot vacuum. Yeah. We've named him Vacula. Vacula. Uh, he's all black and he has little googly eyes on him. I told you one of these nights it's going to have a knife coming into the bedroom. Or, or two you know, fangs. Or t- yeah. Yeah. It could happen. Uh, so he's a busy little guy running around, sucking things up. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty neat to have that. Next, but, uh, next a little cape needs to be put on it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Speaking of bloodsuckers, uh, have you seen that they've uh, finished the production part of the Nosferatu? Yes. 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 That's exciting. You know, it's a Robert Eggers movie, so you kind of know what to expect. But at the same time, it's like that is exactly what I want from a Nosferatu movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I I, I did. Yeah. I wanted to preserve that that vibe and and pace and everything of the original. And who better in the modern world? Well, I mean, yeah, look at now. I did see a report that uh, like a production assistant said that it is filmed in color but it's like the old panatone like a almost like um uh almost like the turn of the century you know beginning color kind of yeah where it's like one color per per scene that's how the original Nosferatu is yeah but it this is more like more of the like first colored it's going to be that really toned down well i don't care i just want to see yeah cool so um that's great i think he's the good he's the good choice for that film and that project so yeah you know i haven't seen renfield yet but i was disappointed by everything that i did see for it yeah i had specific hopes and dreams for renfield and that i don't think is going to happen i will watch it and report back but uh i think he is the right guy so do, now the now the uh, the movie about you know Dracula crossing over on the ship may seem a little bit better now then. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I was, I was dialist or the Demeter. Demeter, that was it. How could you forget the Demeter? I know he's I know. headed to Carfax Abbey. <laughs> Come on. Uh, anyway, you don't like think about Dracula every day. And like just run down a list of Dracula things? No, can't say what that. The hell, man. Uh, fine then. I have been playing a lot of video games. Okay, it's what I've been doing. I know Jedi Survivor is. Yes, it's a big I want to briefly hit on that. Go for it. I really like it. Uh, it's as good as the original. The storyline is maybe more interesting. Okay. Uh, but if, it weirdly doesn't really pick up until. Sort of the end. And, and okay. now, when I say the end, I mean, like, the end isn't like, oh, the last 20 minutes. The end for me has been 
several hours. So gotcha. just so people are clear, kind of like not, the final act. Yeah, sort of like that. Like I would say it's the last third of the game. I mean, not okay. that the rest is boring by any means, but a lot of it is just you build you know, up. It's gameplay. It's pure yeah. gameplay. You know, so that, that is not something to complain about. This isn't a game that's like full of cutscenes. But when the near when there needs to be a cutscene, they're great. Right. Um, there's been some amazing twists and turns. I did call the main one. Okay. Uh, I won't say what it is, but I. All right. I I felt that one out very early on. Mm. And uh, I, I'm stuck on a boss fight. So here's what I'm here to tell you: there are two boss fights in this game. Okay. That there are more than two, but these specific two have destroyed me. <laughs> there was one that I did for like two hours, really fighting the same boss for two hours before I finally I had to leave and come back. Like, I had to I had to put it down. Confront- it was so frustrated. <laughs> yes. And I kept getting so Before close. You threw the controller. Yeah. When I finally finished it, I was like, I was probably one hit away previously and I didn't know right. how frustrated. But it, you know, looking back, like it feels great that I was able to finish it. And I'm on one of the higher difficulties. Right. Um, and the game keeps going, you know, you can turn it down. Oh, <laughs> I made it this far. You know, I, you I, suck so bad, you can make it a little easier for you. Yeah, yourself. I know. That's what they're telling me. You gotta love that. No, I'm not doing it. I'm going to beat this, uh, and I'm very, I'm very, I'm very happy with it so far. There's some cool stuff, um, lots of stuff there for Star Wars fans. Some interesting links to like the High Republic era, okay. which, which for me has not been like really that interesting. But there's been some cool things that are like, oh, that, okay, well, I like that. Yeah. So there's been a couple things there that I've kind of connected with, unlike other things in the High Republic. So that's cool. Um, I, without going into spoilers, you do get to go to some, you get to go to one planet that you'll know from, from the films, from the more recent ones. And it's a okay. planet that you may want to go to. I, and it's not really a spoiler, but I, I won't say what it is, but it's okay. cool. Um, the force powers are good. The combat's good. I got no complaints. Okay. Uh, interestingly, my favorite of the lightsaber stances because you can choose there's multiple stances okay there's like dual blade there's there's like actual two single sabers um but there's the cross guard okay um where you add a cross guard to your blade and it's really fun to play it's like the heavy stance right yeah your blows do a lot more damage but they are much slower right um so you have to time it a little more it's all about the timing with that stance. i mean really all of them but yeah particularly that stance it's really right it's cool anyway uh, right. that's my little bit about Jedi Survivor. I recommend it if you like the first one or if you're a big fan of the Star Wars in general. Yep. You, you get to do some pretty cool Star Warsy things. So when do you think we'll actually see Cal Kestis in, like, real life? Well, I'd love to. I think he deserves it at this point. Yeah. Um, some of the things... Some of the things he and I have been through together, <laughs> he, he he deserves it. Now, I, I really think so. I think his whole little crew, I think the people at Respawn have done right. a better job than maybe even some of the shows. <laughs> um, so we'll see. Speaking of that, have you seen yes. all this about that Obi-Wan fan edit? Yes. It's interesting, right? It I, is I don't normally get super excited about fan edits. Like I'm, I'm usually more like, oh, that's fun. Like I'll take a look at it, but I, whatever. But like this... This really does seem to have the makings of something special. Right. It does. There's been a few fan edits, and I know there was one of the sequel movies that literally it cut it all three movies down to about 
an hour and 45 minutes. And actually, I've watched the whole thing online, and it actually is a lot better than... That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I'd be interested to check it out. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, like I said, normally I'm iffy on these things, but this right. is Obi-Wan. It's like, what is this? It's Joker 95 or something is the name of the guy? Yeah, I think so. Um, something I, like that. It's He's actually filming new content. And and adding new visual effects because he was he worked right. on Rogue One apparently yeah um, or Rogue One was it Rogue One one of those uh, maybe one of the other shows or Andor he worked on Andor oh okay was basically Rogue One okay um, yeah anyway uh, it looks interesting and I, I look forward to that that coming out so uh, that's something to look forward to I'm sure we'll talk about it yeah. Uh, when it happens, sorry, things were popping up on my computer. No, it's okay. I had to get rid of that. Uh, I have two more game-related things to talk. Go about. for it. Do you do Go you want to stick anything in there first before I jump in? No, really. Um, I I've just been playing back and forth the uh, Midnight Suns. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go uh, back to that as I've soon as I finish Storm, Survivor. I've almost got Storm maxed out and show me my last. Yeah. My last one. That That's cool. Out. You know, it's sad that that apparently that game didn't do well because I would so love a sequel where they could iterate and do well, more. From everything that I've heard, my, not necessarily like a sequel to it, but that they're going to expand on this one. That there's a potential for four more new characters to come in and change the story and get sure. a new story from the from what we're going through right now. That's cool. So yeah, I, I just I really like that game, and I I wish they were allowed to do more interesting things. Because I mean, like there, are, how many games are like even fall into this category? Yeah. Not many, no, and not, not many, many with a big IP like something like Marvel. Marvel, yeah. So it's it's really cool to see Marvel taking a chance like this, and it's very sad that it just feels like it. This is it, you know. Well, so, I think it was a victim of like other things coming out at the same time. I think also so people think just Survivor, didn't understand. Yeah. And then not everybody is into the whole card turn, you know. It is kind of niche, isn't strategy it? Strategy based. Uh-huh. And it's kind of a newer concept other than, you know, per se, tabletop game. You think it's a newer concept? I don't know. XCOM has been around for a long time. No, I meant in video game wise. The no, card, no, no. the card build up of characters and i uh, guess it's it's a, just a take on tactics i guess i don't know it, it is maybe it, it is certainly unique which is what i'm celebrating here yeah. so you're not wrong yeah uh yeah no i don't know i want more though and i'm yeah. going to I'm, as soon as i'm done with Jedi survivor i'm going to go back and finish those last few missions and then start in on the dlc yeah but you will like the dlcs because of the fact that who it, who it deals with right exactly the main I love those characters. characters yeah no no the bad guy oh okay Excellent. And I won't spoil it for you. Okay. Very cool. So. Very cool. Uh, I have I have been playing something else though that I was I told myself I, I have Jedi Survivor, I have Marvel. I mm-hmm. don't need anything else. What am I doing? Don't buy this. You don't need anything else. What'd you buy? But then you look and it's like twenty bucks and it looks great. And then you click purchase on Warhammer Forty K Bolt Gun. Mm. And look, I, I'm not a huge Warhammer fan. Not that I dislike it, right. but there's a lot of lore and things. And it's like right. most of the time, those games are just not for me. Yeah. Uh, although I do like Vermintide. That game is cool. It's like Left yeah. 4 Dead, but in their universe, you know. Right. 
but uh you know the tabletop stuff i just don't have time i think it's interesting but i just don't have i don't i can't get into that stuff it's so expensive yeah. and i don't have time so you know warhammer for me is kind of like an iffy thing but as soon as i saw this game i'm like this has to be i have to have this yeah have you seen the trailer for it yes i have it's doom but in the world of, of warhammer. warhammer right yeah and and it's like it looks like og doom but it plays more like like doom eternal it like kind of yeah. steals some things from that so like the mechanic the mechanics of it are amazingly good really fun right um at its core it's just a first person shooter right but it's very stylized yeah and the and the the combat is really fun i mean it you know it, it it's what you expect it to be but it all right. really works and it's fun uh i i've had a great time so far i've blasted through a couple of levels that's the other thing you can it, it's set up like the old doom games so it's like right. there's the you have like this the sets of missions they're episodes or whatever yeah so like you have the first episode where it's x amount of missions and you can just do them one at a time there's not right. really i mean there is a story actually but it's not something you need to be super worried about although yeah the thing that i think pushes bolt gun from being just a fun they call these boomer shooters right okay um from being just a fun boomer shooter to being better than that to being something a little right. bit more special is that the lore that they do sneak in there is interesting even for someone okay. who doesn't really know that much about warhammer right there's all kinds of little things and it has this like um and you know this is again this is like a warhammer thing but because i don't do a lot of warhammer yeah. it's still kind of new to me but like it has this whole like um almost like psychological thing to it where you i don't know i don't want to call it that either well what is it it's like um all the lore and it's it all funnels through this like you're serving the emperor thing yeah and it, it almost feels like like catholicism or something but like got to the extreme okay. right it feels it, it's like it's like um you're going on the, the crusades Crusade. yes but they take it so seriously well i mean that's why and depending on who who what faction you're supposed to be mm -hmm. i mean that's kind of Kind of the way Warhammer is. And you're a space marine. Yeah. And so you're serving the emperor and everything is right. for the emperor. And, uh, you know, may well, the emperor bless like, us. You, you know, there's different things with certain factions, you know, the necromancers and the custodies and, you know, th those kind of things. They each have their own kind of ideology. So, it, you know, depending, I'm, I'm, you know, I have, I've seen the trailer, but I haven't played it. So I don't know some of yeah. the story uh, of it. So, that's what I'm just figuring that it's considered one of the, you know, one of the more uh, fanatic factions. Oh, uh, absolutely. That, right. But it's know, fun to play. It's fun. It's like a fun, like power fantasy because like yeah. you're this massive guy in this massive suit of armor. Right. Like when you sprint, the mm -hmm. slamming footsteps just make you feel so powerful. Like there's a button, there's a button you can press where it's not even like you don't even use a weapon. You just right. rush through someone and they explode. Oh, nice. <laughs> and if there's multiple enemies in line they just, just like, boom, 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 and it's yeah. like slightly slow motion oh it feels so good <laughs> uh and you get to use like this it's like a it's like a sword that's a chainsaw yes it's so cool um highly recommend if you like first person shooters right or if you like warhammer um it seems to be made for people who probably are more warhammer fans than shooter fans right. if that makes sense um because like 
when you first turn it on, like the aiming speed is set, like the default is so low. It's so slow. Right. I had to literally crank it all the way up, like as fast as the game could go. Well, right. I do play a lot of competitive shooters, so that may be that. Yeah, that it. may be part of it. Um, and, you know, I grew up with Quake and Doom and Wolfenstein and all those things. Right. So for me, it's like, oh, I had to crank this up. But for I think maybe they, they're they welcoming people who are more Warhammer fans and less shooter fans is what I'm trying right. to say. Um, but if you are a shooter fan like me, let me tell you, it's a great $20. Yeah. That's all. That's all, really. And really, it's really to get fun. a first-person shooter that's good for 20 bucks. that's... For real. Unheard of most of the time. Yes. Yes. And it's it's got such incredible, uh, you know, retro graphics. These sort of... Um, the, the, there are cutscenes, and they're like, uh, you know, they look like early PC cutscenes. Gotcha. You know, they're... they're, they're not eight bit. They're more than that, but that you know, they 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 look like um you know uh, that kind of pixel art. They look yeah. so good. Um, it's it's really fun. Uh, there's this little skull that floats around, and he's like your he's like your guide on the planet, and he's your helper. Okay, but he's a skull that's got like a, also a torch bracket shoved through him, <laughs> and also it can float around. Like I said, I don't know if it's magic or what. Right. But they tell you this is why the game is so cool. They tell you lots of lore, like even about that thing. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and it's like, oh, this the skull that's in this thing mm-hmm. was is like one of your enemies, like ancient enemies that we defeated, and we continue to like um, mock them or whatever <laughs> by them serving it. They continue to serve us even in so, death. So it's kind of like, what was it? Um, the the head that uh, Hellboy carries around. Yes, so awesome. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly like like that. Uh, so that's I just the little things like that, and and they have all this ready-made lore that they can just okay. tap into. That like if you don't know, it's really fun. So big big recommendation for sure on that one. So for twenty bucks, if you're looking for a shooter, yep. if you've been stuck playing Resident Evil or Jedi Survivor or whatever recently, you want something a little different. Uh, right. You don't have to think about it too much. It's mainly like clearly clear the level. You know, kill everyone in the level, find <laughs> the key, get through the door, and you're on to the next. Gotcha. It's not asking much of you, and it's no. a lot of fun. Cool. Okay, what was the other one? My last thing? Yeah. Okay. We definitely need to talk about this. Okay. Recently, Sony had a uh, digital event, and uh, there were some big announcements made. And one clearly stands out above the rest. And if you're watching on YouTube, <laughs> you can see... Early access to this reveal. Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear. Uh, yes, Metal Gear Solid, the Snake Eater remake. Um, did you play the original Snake Eater? Yes. You did? Okay. Yes. It, would you believe that it's been just about 20 years since that game released? That came out in 2004. Yeah, in the year it I got married. It doesn't seem like <laughs> 2004. Jeez. Yeah, it came out the year I got married. That's incredible. Um, wow. So uh, that game for me is a, obviously very special. I'm a huge yep. Metal Gear Solid fan. Yep. Um, I, the, the first is my favorite, Metal Gear Solid for PlayStation 1. But right. Metal Gear Solid 3 was such... And for me, it was a surprise. Like In 2004, I don't know what happened, but I somehow like wasn't... I had heard they were making it. Mm-hmm. And this was back in the day when if you weren't paying attention, like if someone didn't tell you or if you didn't like read it in a magazine, right, it could just come out. 
<laughs> you know? <laughs> and my friend is like, hey, I got Metal Gear Solid 3. Do you want to play it? I said, it's out? What? Like, yeah. That was like one of my last like gaming surprises. Like, are you serious? This exists? Right. We can go to the store and buy Metal Gear Solid 3? Um, because I I was so jazzed about Metal Gear Solid 2. And I liked Metal Gear Solid 2 quite a bit. But right. I, I don't know if I was equipped yet to understand the story i don't i still don't know if i'm equipped <laughs> to understand that story yeah um but and i liked it but i was one of those people that was and this was you know it's been about 20 years oh, it's more than 20 years on Metal Gear Solid i was gonna say um but i was one of those people that was like you only get to play snake for an hour <laughs> you know i was so mad like we were right yeah but the gameplay is the same and i've grown to love riding right and that game is great uh it's one of those where it's like almost like some of the weirder James Bond movies. Like I put on the weirder ones because I'm like, huh, I feel like I don't watch this one very often. It's weird. Right. You know, it's not my favorite. Why? Why? And I keep putting it on. And now I love Metal Gear Solid 2. Yeah. You know? So anyway, they've announced that Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. Okay. It's not a remaster. There is going to be, they are going to re-release <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3 right. for modern gen consoles, which for me is just as exciting as the remake. Um, yeah, for sure. Because number one, you have a remake and Kojima is not involved. Right. That's a big, you know, negative. Right. But we'll always have the original. And if we can get it onto this modern hardware, and particularly I'd like for them to release it on PC, but I think they will. But uh, boy, having it on modern gen hardware, it, we weren't. Do you realize that you couldn't play those games even on PS4? Yeah. The last game, the last console you could play those on was like 360 and PS3. Yeah, three That's was the last one. Yeah, crazy. Well, because four was never backwards compatible. Well, yeah, four, for those early games, right? Well, and three Metal Gear Solid Four on the PS3 also is trapped on the PS3, and you can't play yeah. it any other way. Right? You, they have it on the streaming service or whatever the PlayStation Now or whatever it's called. Right. I've tried to play it, and it's just not the same. I want no. no I need it to be here local yeah. HD. I need that. So. uh I have high hopes for this Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. I will be talking about it a ton when it comes out, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, I do hope that there are some changes, but I don't want it to be massive changes. But I would like them to update some things about it. The combat could be better. The stealth system could be better, probably. I mean, it's still an amazing game. Yeah, I mean, for for its generation. It's incredible. It was incredible. Now, I mean, but now, you know, in comparison, now I could probably use some. Right, exactly. Updates. And and I'm looking at the the, uh, Resident Evil 4 remake saying, maybe we'll do something like they did. I hope we do, because the spirit of the game is alive and well in the remake of Resident Evil 4. And for the most part, you know, it, it sort of improves... I think in pretty much every way, though I haven't played the whole thing. Um, but what I have well, played the has movement been a big improvement. definitely improved. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. All kinds of stuff like that. So yeah. I, I would hope that they can take Metal Gear, maybe look at some things Phantom Pain did and kind of borrow some of that. Kind of adjust accordingly. Yeah, just make it more modern. Yeah. Uh, that would be awesome. I, I have heard that they just recently announced it's all the original voice acting. Oh, so that's cool. It's not even, they didn't re record anything. It's They're all the original Marine doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's good and bad. Part of me wishes almost that there was an option where you could have a new one or an older one. Yeah. Because the OG voice acting is great, but like it is very 
it goes with the original. Right. I don't know if it's going to be jarring to have that old dialogue yeah. and whatever, those old performances coming through new, much more HD, yeah. and, you know, higher resolution graphics. I don't know. Maybe it'll be fine. But yeah. it does seem like mm, we could have gotten, I mean, David Hayter is still acting. We could have yeah. gotten David Hayter back. We could have gotten most of those actors back. Yeah. Are they just being cheap? True. Makes me wonder. <laughs> and so. are they going to remaster those? You know, mm. digitally remaster the the acting performances. Yeah. Do they it, have that audio? Or is it going to sound like eighteen bit audio? <laughs> I I would assume it's going to sound better, but yeah, you never know. And it's Konami's been yeah. uh, screwing around a lot lately and making yeah. some weird decisions. So you never know. <laughs> we will find out. We will find out. But uh, I have a lot of a lot of excitement for that game. It was a very uh, nice time of my life. That I got to play that game. And then I got, you know, it was on the HD remaster and I played it through right. a bunch more times. And I played it on the Vita quite a bit. Yeah. The Vita had the same the collection there. And yeah. I loved I loved playing it through, you know, on there. So I, I'm ready. I'm ready. It's been enough years that I, I haven't played it in. I probably haven't played it since the Vita. What probably the last time would have been around 2014 or 15. I was saying when I actually played almost it. 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So just about 10 years since I actually experienced it so let's yeah i i have i'm really excited i'll be definitely having that day one okay side note but sort of related to uh you know metal gear solid they had tested and this was funny as hell they had tested like this new ai like surveillance stuff and had these marines that they were supposed to go not get detected by this and then touch like the AI got to it. And of course, a bunch of crayon eaters taken doing like cartwheels and stuff like that to get to the AI. And it completely had no clue. And one of them actually got into a box and slid it across. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and was completely undetected by so as we you know, know for, from Metal for Gear. everyone for everyone that's you know worried right now with some of the ai stuff it's not quite there yet when you can pull a solid snake on you know hey let that ai play the game you know, gonna love it several million dollar equipment then uh although if have you have you played Metal Gear solid four because AI is a huge part of that. Yeah. That story. <laughs> That's interesting. Wow. That's very fun. Uh, yeah. And I just want to shout out my friend Mike for uh, 3D printing me these things. These are yes, homemade, awesome. if you can believe it. I, yeah. And look at this. He stands on, I don't know, the shield. It's the, uh, the Silent Snake, the Foxhound logo. Or Foxhound, yeah. Yeah. You can't really see it, but in person, it looks great. I promise. Right. Look at that. It's beautiful. Metal Gear. Anyway, huge fan of Metal Gear. Looking okay. forward to it. Awesome. Well, <clears throat> would you well, like we to... were gonna, well, there's a couple movies that came out this weekend. We really haven't. Unfortunately, it's been crazy for both of us to go see. So, well, Spider Man. Oh, I haven't seen that. Uh, yeah. What were you gonna say? Mm. I did take the family to see Little Mermaid. Uh -huh. I got food poisoning twenty minutes into the movie. Bad fish sticks. I don't know what it was. And I don't want to relive it. I did not see much of the film. Uh, so anyway, 
got some bad I, fish. I tell you what, I really like um, that Javier Bardem. He's great. Well, I mean, he's a good actor in anything. I mean, just look at, you know, what was it? Uh, no Country for Old Men. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, he's in Skyfall. He's in Skyfall, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan. But right. I didn't get to see a whole lot of it. What I right. saw seemed fine. I it Disney hasn't movie. done well, you know, at all. Even worldwide, it hasn't done well. Now, a movie that actually has done well this week, especially this weekend, and didn't have the benefit of a holiday weekend is the Spider-Man. I'm hearing nothing but love. Yeah. And I, I still have not seen the first one. Really? I have not seen it. I turned it on at work yeah. one time and I was like, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like this. I don't want to yeah. watch this. Yeah. For whatever reason, I was like, I'm not in the mood. And so I never went back to it. Yeah. Is it on like Disney Plus? Yeah, I think so. All right. I'll watch it this week. Yeah. I'm sure I it's liked, great. I like the first one a lot. Um, it's got, I'm not a huge fan of the animation. Just I know some people personal, are. Some I know people some are people huge are. on it. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the animation because even actually the last Spider-Man game, you Didn't could have a switches. Mode. You yeah. had a mode to switch into that, and I was like, eh, yeah. I I'm think it's. Switch it back. I think it's unique. You know, it's its own it thing. Is. The movie definitely has its own voice. That's cool, right? You know, but it's just and, and, it's not my taste of animation. Yeah, exactly I'm, right. But uh, apparently in this one, in which I'm, I will see the, the new one soon, um, each quote-unquote Spider-Man has their own animation style when they're in their world. Oh, cool. So there's a lot of world jumping in this one. That's really cool. I'm so sure it's, it's so the much The animation kind of yeah. changes. You know, everyone changes in that yeah. animation. And this is a uh, uh, the first part of two-parter. Mm, okay. So it, it does leave with a cliffhanger. Well, he's Spider-Man. He's always hanging on cliffs, well, buildings, whatever you got. Bridges. Yeah, yeah. Not a surprise. Well, this one is a surprise. Okay. So, but um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's been tearing it up all over. Great. You know, it, it's already. So when's think, the next Spider-Man movie coming out? <laughs> the actually the the, the Spider-Verse one comes out in March. So it's not going to be a huge cool. Very cool. But um, I know right now because of the whole Reiner strike. I did see this. Yeah. Spider-Man is delayed. Yeah. Delayed. Dang it. But yeah. okay. Fine. So. Uh, it'll happen when it happens. I don't want Tom Holland to get too old. No. I, actually, you know, the idea of the more, you know, I don't want to say middle-aged, but a little older, not, the, the, not teenage no. uh, Spider-Man. The mid-20s. You yeah, know, even 30, yeah, it, 30, you know, yeah, I want to see that. That's when some of the most juicy stuff happens. I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, the whole marriage and, and you know, Mayday Parker coming about, you know, that well, would you, be interesting. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. So, but, um, you know, we got this year, I think the Marvels is going to be kind of the last of this as it stands right now. You know, because everything is so up in the air with what's going on with anything King related. Mm-hmm. You know, they, yeah, we they still haven't heard. No, and they haven't even decided if how they're going to continue moving forward, whether it's going to be, you know, Loki kind of finalizes that story. Which would be fine. Are gonna, or if they are going to go through with the, the whole King War. Mm-hmm. I mean, me personally, 
I think I'm not a huge fan of Kang. Never was. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was a he's not a universe shattering villain. You know what I mean? Oh, that's literally what he is. Well, but <laughs> but even really in the comic books, he's never had. He's always been a shall we say a second tier. I agree. I mean, with most you. of the I, Fantastic yeah. Four. I agree with you. You know, sure. he's kind of been a second tier villain. But this is what has had me hoping for Fantastic Four stuff. And then when they announced all the Kang stuff, I'm like, oh, it'll go right into Fantastic Four. Well, and I think that's initially what I, I think they are going to move forward more with Secret War stuff, which would be the MCU avenue that you can bring in heard a the rumor X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Have you heard the rumor of the director? Uh-uh. This is just a rumor. Okay. But I heard they've approached Sam Raimi to do that one. Really? That would be awesome. Are they are they gonna give him hand, just free reign? I would love it if they did. Because this is a rumor. Yeah, I, don't know. I know it's a rumor, uh, but but I can I can see that being a lot of fun. If he could have free fun. reign on it and you don't have the quote unquote story group messing with it. Well, that'll never not it, happen. I can see it being an actual good. Well, we gotta get rid of a couple people for that not to happen. And if Marvel keeps Marvel and Disney keep doing what they're doing, they may have to. But uh, no, I mean, and that led to you know, there's there's you know, we we're talking about Fantastic Four, that led us into rumors of that the casting of her, of of the the first family of Marvel mm-hmm. has uh, kind of already not officially but kind of been approached and sent yeah let's go over that uh, we talked I, about it i think we I, did it did get mentioned last time but we didn't really talk about it too much well the only person i think we talked about was with um oh uh kylo ren with reed yeah <laughs> kylo reed kylo reed so um yeah i'm just looking here that picture that i shared on our discord which you need to get on if you haven't i think i yeah. shared it on discord didn't I, I don't know if you did let me look i have that open okay um i'm scrolling up i'm scrolling up i'm still scrolling up you guys got into a big game conversation and a yeah we sure couple, did uh, so it I may have just forgot after reading yeah. all seventy five. No, I don't see it. <clears throat> okay, it's not in there. Well, then that's a teaser of what I will will share on the on the Discord on the episode. Chris is yeah. a big liar, huge. No, I just forget. <laughs> but uh, you know, Margot Robbie as Sue Storm, I, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of that one. Uh-huh. And then. Um, the other, the actor that they have for Churton doing Ben, he was in Hamilton, and I think he was the Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton, and Never he's done some Hamilton. other voice, yeah. And then, if you want to look up, I can't remember. I'll look up. Yeah. So, I know we're kind of going through, and then there's another actor what was his that... Name? Oh, or did you I have his remember. name? You didn't have I his don't. Name. I don't have it on top. Of my... mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, let's see here. David Diggs. Yeah, that was Ben Grimm. Yeah, and Paul Mescal. 
Mescal, that's it. As Johnny Storm. Let me see if there's a, here we go, Forbes. Forbes has an article. Thanks, Forbes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really the only one I'm just feel weird about is Adam Driver. <laughs> He's really the only one that I'm like, uh. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. And I don't I like dislike Adam, Adam Driver. Driver. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, if personally, he would be a decent uh, Doctor Doom. Sure. Yeah. He just because I I mean he's a good actor. There's other than the Star Wars movies, I've seen him in several things that you know he's really good at. But yeah, no, he's a great. I don't think there's any denying yeah. he's a great actor. I just uh, he when I look at him, I don't immediately go, "Oh, Reed Richards." Yeah, smartest man in the universe doesn't come to mind. No, it just I mean, doesn't no, look. No slight. No slight on him. That's I, I mean, and it's the visual of him. He just doesn't have that look about him. Yeah, I just don't see it. Uh, but you know, maybe I'm wrong. And that's the thing about all this casting talk. It's like I I have been so wrong about things in the past. Like I was even one of those that was like, uh, I don't understand why they're casting. Uh, what's his name? Is Bane? I didn't understand. I was like, why is he Bane? Oh, uh, Tom Hardy. Like, Tom Hardy. I was like, I don't get it. And then yeah. I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> so maybe, I, maybe he I wasn't bad in it, about. but I would have never. I I think he was miscast. I don't think so. I think he's I one did. of the most memorable comic book villains in film ever. I see. I see an eyebrow. I see an eyebrow happening. No, I think Magneto is probably one of the most iconic villains in comic book. I'm talking film, movie, comic book movie, film, on comic book film. Okay. Personally, you think Magneto over that Bane? I don't. I, I think, but I think the the Michael Fassbender Magneto. Oh, he's great. But that's I, what I'm saying. He's a great performance, but he. I is, mean, I like Ian McKellen, but all I can think of when I think of Ian McKellen, like I can think of so many cool Bane lines. Right, Bane's so well written, and and I think well performed. But when I think Ian McKellen, he's just like. Toad has a wicked tongue, Senator. Like, that's it? But we love what you've done of... with your hair. Yeah. Well, but that's <laughs> Ian McKellen. Michael Fassbender. I'm, I, I'm sorry. That's I think Michael Fassbender was much better in the, the first class. And, you think uh, he's better than Bane? Yeah. You think he's better than Venom? What's his name again? Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. You think he's better than Tom Hardy? Yes. False. The scene, the scene where his family dies in the second one. Yeah, sure. It's and 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 everything that he's that after. I think as a character, Magneto in the second, you know, second first class was is way better than the character of Bane. And Bane mm. has some memorable written lines, but I think as a, a character as a whole. He but makes a goes, hole in that football field. Well, yeah. <laughs> but that goes to show you what if Christopher Nolan was directing those first class movies? It would be vastly different. That's what I'm saying. It would have been vastly different. I and mean, I, mean, I think and I think they maybe would probably well, they absolutely would be better movies. But as Although a I don't mind first class. I, I have no, to say. No, I, I liked I liked them too. I, I actually honestly, I rewatched them all like um like three weeks ago. Right. And I you know they're fine. 
I there's a lot of things I don't like though. I liked them well, and honestly, it's some of the X Men characters. Yeah, James Mac. Honestly, James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender are probably the two best things. They're fantastic. Come out of those. They're fantastic. And that's uh, it's yeah. I I'm and performance wise, I'm not necessarily doing just like the writing. And, and some of the dialogue, but the performance as a whole, I think Michael Fassbender, especially in the second movie. I mean, come on. The very first X-Men first class, the scene at the bar in Argentina. It's great. It's great. It's a great I action mean, scene. It's yeah. a great tense scene. I like it. But I don't know if it's better than the whole of Bane. I mean, the Bane, actually, the two parts you remember the most are the football field. No, not me. And then Certainly not me. The first thing I think of is uh, that scene with uh, Ben. What's his name? Ben something. Ben Mendelsohn. And the the scene when he's 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 kind of quietly threatening him, and he says, he says, and this gives you power over me. Come on, that rules. <laughs> and uh, the second thing I think of is uh, just when he is going toe-to-toe with Batman in the sewer and those but, shots of oh my god I want to watch it right all, now but in all honesty <laughs> if you know the, the character of Bane more you thought Batman had more of a chance in the movie going toe-to-toe with him I thought before, before everything if you look at them he was I mean Tom Harding was big and but I mean, in the comic books, Bane is massive. And he's as smart as what Tom Hardy portrayed. Yeah. You know, he's also pretty massive in the movie. Well, no, but I but mean, he's not even like Arkham so. Asylum, the game version. You know, well, that's no, crazy. And, and even, even in the comic books, I mean, you know, Batman's a tall guy in the comic books yeah. and he's looking up at Bane. Yeah, and he he dwarfs Batman. I mean, yeah, for he, sure. He makes Batman look like a dwarf compared to him. Uh-huh. And I'm not talking out the, you know, the Venom roided out version. Yeah. I'm talking like the, the one that's sipping Chianti while saying, you know, I will take everything from you. I will break you. Yeah. With no survivors. Just, was, <laughs> what does he say? Was, He's like, <laughs> I'm going to bring down this plane with no survivors. Yeah. <laughs> not quite like that <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a funnier scene if that's how he said it i'm googling it yeah crashing this plane with those survivors it's probably not like that hang on i'm gonna listen to it okay i'm gonna listen to it we're gonna listen it's to the, the audio never mind there's a there's a commercial for eve online it's gonna take forever <laughs> for this to go okay no but in that case i do and it's yet again it's personal you know like and 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 i don't want to make it out that i don't like why do you hate any of the nolan batman why do you hate batman (laughs) it's it's just we know that you don't i I was gonna say hold on (laughs) i'm pissed at some of the stuff that they tried to do to ruin batman so don't you wish we would have gotten the uh, i every time i watched the the last one i'm like i wanted to see the the sequel of that where Joseph Gordon-Levitt gets to be Robin. And I want to see... I wanted to see Nightfall. Nightfall. Batman. It was going so towards it. I know. Uh, and that that was that was the one 
It's not too late. They no, could do it. Yeah, DC, please. <laughs> but they're going you. brave in the bold, so. Which is fine. <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't a huge fan of that storyline. Uh, so it's not my favorite. I'm not. No. I'm. I'm. And casting, in, you know, in all it all revolves around casting. You know, he doesn't necessarily have to be the, you know, the six foot five Batfleck actor, but yeah, you know, he's got to have Batman has to is a character that has to have the acting chops for sure. Not just for the Bruce Wayne stuff, but even yeah. the Batman, he needs to be threatening. He needs to be a little yeah. bit unhinged. I think Michael Keaton weirdly sort of sets all that up right uh he's the one to beat i mean obviously bale amazing yeah and i think pattinson respectably great uh but he did yeah. fine yeah. he did fine there were i had some critiques with it but you don't like him in the suit huh you don't like nirvana <laughs> no i didn't like the fact that you know when he was uh just in his normal Bruce Wayne clothes, he looked like he should have been part of Green Day. I like that look for him. He's a little <laughs> no, goth dude. That's he dresses not up him. like a bat. He's a leather That is guy. not him. You know. That this is not is. him. No, yeah, unfortunately. I'm into it. Now, in the bat suit, I liked him way better in the suit. Than... It's great. And, and I, I will still say, definitely my favorite Batmobile. I mean, it just is. Agree? Do you agree? It's good. I don't know if I would say favorite. It's my. It's certainly my favorite. I mean, I know this in the movies. I would probably say it's pretty close. Yeah, but all time has got to be you know the the Batman animated series. My favorite car. That is the Batmobile. That is the Batmobile. But if we're talking, yeah, cinematically, yeah, I think I think the Batman gets takes it. But no, yeah, the Batman the animated series is batman like that's it like yes that is the that's how that's batman and that's that's the real reason and that's the real one yes that is the real one <laughs> and that's why i say i don't like so much the emo bruce because of mask of the phantasm yeah which i need i don't are they doing or have they recently done a 4k like blue of that i need to get that i haven't it, seen that in years i don't know if it's out yet or not if Maybe I really, wrong, but I, I need to see that again. I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh yeah, I love that movie. I had that old VHS. I still do. The big, the big clamshell. Clamshell, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, so anyway, anyway we're talking Fantastic to... <laughs> Four, and we moved on to DC. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am excited to see some good DC. It's been yeah. too long. Yeah. Okay. Well, we know. Yeah, I know. All right, let's let's get back to Fantastic Four because that's All what right. we started with, and we completely right. went off a off the the edge. Um, did you kind of you know because we talked about it off air about who you would want to see in those roles? I started to look and think about it, mm -hmm. and then I became overwhelmed and said, "I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> I looked and looked, and I saw lots of fan castings. I saw like um, Taron Egerton as uh well that's for wolverine and i was like yeah. that's cool but as far as fantastic four goes i don't it almost is like just make sure they're good actors and make sure the story's good i i don't have a personal favorite do you have favorites i want to know what you, i do i, okay, I really actually who i who i would 
Okay. Obviously, and I know it's not going to happen, and I hate the fact that it's not going to happen, but I'm sorry, John Krasinski is Reed Richards. I mean, he Wait, looked really? like he, he left off the page. Now, mind you... A version I, of him, I, yes. For I, sure. I, but, you know, I really liked him other than what dialogue they gave him. It's in, funny that there was... I do remember there being like a backlash. Like, oh, he sucked. Just read, read. He didn't suck. They didn't give him didn't anything suck to at do. All. They didn't give him anything to do. <laughs> Everybody was mad because they gave him the line of he can destroy you with one speak. Oh, you yeah. Know. Yeah. It's come on. But that it, was writing. That wasn't. Yeah. Come on. And I still love that scene. I still love yeah. that movie. Yeah. Um. So, no, he's fine. If they want to keep him fine. But I heard that was like a one and done. Yeah. Which I wouldn't I, be mad, though, if they said, oh, yeah, it's Krasinski. Fine. No, but that's I think that's that's my envision of most of like the 80s and 90s. And the mm-hmm. and even going into the ultimates of Reed Richards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's that's I just want to see what's on the a good version of what's on the page come out. I like I like and, the Reed Richards where he looks kind of like Kingdom Come Superman, where he's yeah, just like a, the gray on the sides. Yeah, and, he's and, kind uh, of heavy, not heavy, but he's got like a, a his face a girth is, to him. Well, know. yeah, he does, and he's got like a like a real square jaw. Yeah. And he's like he's like a scientist from the fifties, like what exactly what you think, right? That's right. but that's Fantastic Four. It's all it's, yeah. To me, it's it's just like this goofy fifties and sixties sci fi thing. That's why I kind of have the the issue with Adam Driver being Reed. I just I can't see him in that spot, and and he doesn't have that look of like you said mm. that. And then um, Jody Col- Comer. As Sue. Hold on. Jody Comer. She Homer. was in Free Guy. I haven't seen Free Guy. Uh, it's a fun see. movie. I heard it was. I just haven't gotten around to it. I don't know if I've seen her in anything. Let me see. IMDb. She's Ray's mother. Okay. In Star Wars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you see her hand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, remember when they were getting pulled away at the at the. I barely remember. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't think I've literally seen anything she's in. So I'll have to take your word for it. Well, she's been in probably more stuff than you realize, but she's a really good actress. Yeah, it looks I like think... she's been doing it for since two thousand eight. Yeah. And uh, no, I I haven't seen anything on here except for Star Wars, and she's barely right. in that. And and my idea of. You know, she's a really attractive woman, but she has more of a more of a motherly like aura around her, mm-hmm. which I think that's what you want with Sue. I could see her as Sue Storm, just looking at her, of course. Yeah, yeah. And I think Margot Robbie, you know, she she's just as attractive, and she's a decent actress. But if this movie, from what they're saying, is supposed to be Sue driven, I don't know if. She has that can balance that kind of. I would be okay with Margot Robbie, personally. I don't have a problem mm. with her. It's fine with me. And then Ben Grimm. I want okay. I don't want another origin movie. Let me state that the fact. Yeah, we. Don't, I I agree. We I don't, don't need, need to see it. I don't. I don't care to see it. It's like, honestly, it's like, 
I don't want to see Ben Uncle Ben die again. Right, exactly. I don't want to see Bruce get hit with the gamma radiation collider. Uh-huh. I don't, you know. We don't really need to see it. We don't need to see that. If it can but, be, if you need a flashback or whatever, fine. But but do, do Marvel fans kind of, really need? No, I don't think we need that. No. And honestly, when we get the X Men, I don't want X Men Origin again either. Sorry, they're going to do X-Men so many, Wolverine all over. I know, again. yeah. No, but I mean, I don't. we don't need a first class. And so we don't need, personally, I don't think we need the original five, you know, to be the first team again. Mm-hmm. I want it set with some weight, with some more. Anyway, uh, Ben Grimm. Uh, I, want, I want the Rocky Ben Grimm at the start. Mm-hmm. Sure. And do you want him to be able to change? No. Okay. He's stuck as Ben Grimm He's feeding sent, his stuck, uh, yeah feeding his uh, darkness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For lack of a better word. Yeah. But uh, Michael Dorn. Mm-hmm. He's got. He doesn't have that uber super deep voice like a Vin Diesel or a Brad Garrett or somebody like that. Worf. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just trying to find if I'm trying to see if anyone's done a uh, like a mock up of him as Ben Grimm. Probably not. No, I'm not seeing anything there. But that would yeah. be cool. Yeah, because you know he's got good acting chops, especially if you saw him in uh, the the last season of Picard. He yeah, was I really good in that. I haven't watched it. And, and, and he's there's been another stuff. And then yeah, there's kind good. of there's uh, a kid, his name is Alex Lang. He's a real young actor. He was in the the medical drama Code Black. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, looks like a pretty young. No, that's not the right person. Uh is there an E on the end? Alex, no. A-L-E-X. Oh, online, yes. Okay. Let me see if there's anything there that I... No, nope, nothing I've younger, seen. He's younger, newer, yeah. But okay, sure. But that Code Black was a really good medical drama that I used to watch. And I'm just going through some younger actors that aren't necessarily super well-known. Okay. And I think I think that's what... Even though... You know, there's a lot of fan castings that have a lot of more well-known actors in them, and and you know, John Krasinski is is definitely well known, but um, I think just having a few more like second-tier stardom actors that are really good. I'd rather I have good that's, actors. That's what I mean, and I think that's Quality what set some of, and I think that's what set some of the original Marvel movies apart. Mm-hmm. They weren't necessarily that super household name to begin with. Sure. They were known, but not you know superstars. Yeah, like I would say Hugh Jackman at the time. Yeah, yeah. nobody knew who he was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we almost got a Dungaree Scott Wolverine. I don't. Who's that? I don't know who that is. He was in Mission Impossible Two, I think. Doug Ray. His name is Doug, Doug Ray. Doug Ray Scott. Doug Ray is a cool name. I probably know who this is. I'm, you will if you've seen Doug Ray Scott. You, you said he was possibly going to be Wolverine? Yeah. He actually was until he was 
couldn't get out of the set of Mission Impossible. Like he was literally trapped there. They couldn't well, find his way out. They couldn't find the door. They were filming longer <laughs> and couldn't get. Yeah, I should know who he is. I'm looking at his. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I should. I should know who he is, but I just don't. He was in the Highlander TV show. Yeah, which I weirdly watched some of that. Yeah, Deep Impact. I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Mission Impossible Two, of course. I just don't remember. Right. Him in that. Uh, although it's been, I mean, when did that come out? I haven't seen it since it was new. Dark Water, I've seen. Hitman, the Hitman movie. Okay. Yeah. Tons of stuff that I've yeah. seen. But yeah. He's in Taken 3. Like I said, he's been in a ton of stuff. We almost yeah. got him as Wolverine. He's got the right He look. actually was cast originally, but then couldn't get out of to film anything. Sure. Yeah, he's got the right look for sure. But no, I mean, you know, with all the casting stuff, I kind of had an idea. You know, we've got Fantastic Four and that's coming and we know X-Men are coming. So I had a few ideas for how to bring the mutants into the fold. Okay. And where to take them. And I kind of went down my own, you know, X-Men is probably one of my favorite franchises next to Batman. Yeah. I went down a, a massive rabbit hole of X-Men storylines. Let's do it. Okay. Now, we're going to get secret. We know we're getting secret wars at some point before really anybody else is introduced. And I think that's where they're going is with Fantastic Four. And uh, if they're going with, for the modern secret X-Men. wars, you have to have a Fantastic Four unless they change something. Majorly. Well, and that's that's my only dilemma that they're going into the modern secret wars because they've been doing a lot of the post two thousand storylines. Yeah, which I I'm sorry. Let's take it back, and I think between X Men and Fantastic Four, they've got to go further back and and a little more. Particularly the Fantastic Four, I think, yeah. really needs to. I think but, some of the newer X-Men stuff might be well suited for the MCU. But for me, for personally, the Fantastic Four stuff, like I really want to see some of that classic stuff. Yeah. But anyway, go on, go on. I don't want to see, no offense, I liked the original beginning of it, but I don't want to see any House of X. I don't want to see Sword of X or any of that stuff as the beginning of, of the X-Men's roots. I don't think you could start there anyway. Not really. Well, but they may try. There's four storylines that I are some of the best 80s and 90s storylines. Uh, let's be honest. If you're talking X Men, it's Claremont and it's it's Claremont yeah. and it's and it's the 80s and 90s. I agree with you here. Okay, now I'm going to go with their story. The storylines first that I want to see: the Mutant Massacre storyline, mm-hmm. which that's basically that was introduced a little bit after. The giant number one, a little bit further down. Okay. So, and I don't think we even need to go back as far as the the giant number one, which would have been like you know the beginning of Wolverine, Storm, yeah. Thunderbird. That's a great place to start, <sighs> though, if they want to. Right. But I think to bring it in and give it some some weight, I think Mutant Massacre. Uh then we move to the uh, Mutants Genesis. Go to extinction agenda. Okay, yeah. 
and then finish it off because at this point, the way I almost have it set up, we're looking at 10 years right now with those. And to finish it off in that decade, I would go with the Inferno storyline. Okay. Because that would bring us into all of, you know, you know, like Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets plays. a little darker there for sure. And, yeah. and that's and that's where I'd like to eventually see the Marvel Universe go to. Yeah, I like that. Something one, yeah. that they haven't tapped in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, we'll we'll start off with Mutant Massacre. I said, you know, this brings in the mutants into the MCU. And said, you know, and I, I reiterated before, no real origin story. We don't need it. We know the X-Men. We know how it all started. You know, the same thing, the same way they they brought in Spider-Man in the MCU. Yeah. You know, there was no real origin story for him. He had already been, you know, quote unquote Spider-Man at some point. Well, with a lot of the disappearance and murder of Morlocks, which are like the underground society. Yeah. You have Finally, you know, when, when it gets to a point, uh, like a terminal velocity point, and that's kind of where it'll start at, um, Xavier brings out the X-Men to the world, mm-hmm. you know, and that'll also in turn bring out Magneto and Hellfire Club, that all yeah. these organizations have been, you know, under the radar in all the this time, you yeah. know, all this time. To finally come up to this really, you know, almost a genocidal effect that it's starting to seep out into the normal MCU world. Yep. So it's starting to get noticed by people like the Avengers and S.H.I.E.L.D. and this kind of stuff. Yep. All right. So I did some little casting. This is my longest page of casting. All right. Do it. Need a swing. Have a drink. <laughs> Get ready. All right. We've already stated, you know, I've already stated that I want James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender. As so you want them to come Magnino, back. I want them to come back. Okay. I mean, we we can start off with a more of a middle aged Professor X. Yeah. And you know, and both the actors. Oh yeah, yeah. Hell yes, he's bald. Hell yes, he is. You know, it's his his head is as iconic as his wheelchair. True, it's true. You know, and both the actors have aged some so since the first class stuff, so it would be a little more believable in that that kind of realm. Um, Now, Hellfire Club, I would like at this point just the the White Queen Emma Frost and the Black Mm -hmm. Queen Black. Queen Celine to be, you know, present in this. We can build more later in future, future things if we want to go there. Sure. But um, Emma Frost, um, I don't know if you'll know this actress, uh, Catherine Wenick. I can Google her. She was um, Lagertha in Vikings. Is it Winnick? Winnick. Okay. Let's see here. I mean, uh, if you've ever watched the show Vikings, you know her. She's in the movie Polar, which I did see that movie. Yeah. 
But she's also movie. in a, a show that's going on right now. I can't remember. Um, Big Sky. I haven't seen it. Okay. Um, yeah, I, th- I think the only thing I've seen of hers, just quickly glancing, yeah, is probably. Oh no, she was in a uh, one episode of House. <laughs> I yeah, really have seen a, all yeah. of House. Yeah. Uh, she's in Hellraiser, Hellworld. All right, I've yeah. seen that. It's terrible. Um. No, but it's a little helper. Yeah. Vikings, okay. she was awesome in, and then okay. and she's you know, she's got that Emma Frost look, sure, and she's a good actress, and she can you know, in like I said, in that show Vikings, she's kicked plenty of people's asses. She looks, she looks like a pretty good casting. I agree. Yeah. Um, and Celine, I want Rebecca Ferguson. Okay. You know who she is. I right? recognize that name. Yeah. She's yeah, yeah. in the Mission Impossible movies, the later ones. Yep. You know, she was in. She's uh, in Dune. She's she's yes, um, she's the mom. Yeah, she's really good in Dune. I yes. really like her. And I, I, would, I would, yeah, I would really support Rebecca Ferguson for yeah. sure. So those are my two Hellfire Club members. All right, now I'm going to go with what in the comic books a lot of the characters um, that were in during the Mutant Massacre storyline in the comic book. All right, so I'm going to save Wolverine for last. Okay. All right, Cyclops, Glenn Powell. Okay. He was Hangman in Top Gun Maverick. I've, I've talked about him before, and that that's yeah. who I want is yep. Cyclops. Okay. Now, Jean Grey, I want, because you need somebody taller, you know, that has that look. Elizabeth Debicki. I'm going to have to Google that one. You'll recognize her the minute that you. Yes. Okay. I she was her. Alicia. Oh, she's in, in Guardians. Guardians. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I know her. So. Okay. So yeah. She's great. Yeah. She's been in a bunch. Of, she was in um, Man from Uncle. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. And then she's yeah. She's in that show, The Crown. She was about, in the Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. She's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, Rogue. Which is going to be a, she, be an iconic character throughout some of oh, that for sure, a lot yeah. of that story. Um, that Alexandra Dandero, or Dandario, Dandario. Um, You'll recognize her. In the yeah, I, I think this was she in that movie where they. She was in Percy Jackson. I she think was she, in. Was she in that movie where they're like? Uh... It's like a cult or something. Yes, where I the love girls it. were like the de- the demon. I loved is, that yes. movie. Yes, we summon in, the darkness. We summon the darkness. That was it. I couldn't that remember the name of it, but yeah, people, I recommend that movie big time. Go that watch. Is such we a summon fun the darkness. Movie. Yes, yeah. I really like that movie. Yeah, but I want her as Rogue. Okay. So um, now Colossus is going to be another big person through literally. Uh, <laughs> Um, Alan Richson you'll know him when you see him too he's Jack Reacher in the Amazon Richardson? Rich, Richson oh Richson Richson yeah Richson okay um, he's he's the new Jack Reacher in the Amazon right okay cool yeah he looks I mean he looks like Colossus 
Yeah. <laughs> and he's a pretty good actor. He he can even have some comedic he's had some comedic roles before. He definitely looks like Colossus. And he was actually just in the new uh, Fast X. Okay. So uh Shadowcat. She's also, you know, that's one of those characters that go through this whole process. Yep. Um Joey King. She's been in tons and tons of stuff. King? She Joey was King? King. King. Oh, she is was she just in, in Bullet Train. Hold on. Is she in Sin City? I think so. No, 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 no. No, you're Who thinking of somebody thinking else. Of? The Conjuring. Oh, you're thinking of the girl from, uh, um, oh, with the mom and the daughter and the old on the. Well, she uh, looks like her. Yeah, kind of. A lot to me. Yeah. In my mind. Oh, she's in Dark Knight thinking. Yeah, you were thinking Gilmore Girls. Was I? Yeah, that's who that was. The one that was in there. Okay, well, anyway, and, yes. Yeah. Because she's she's actually just in the uh, bullet train. Okay, I did see that. So, Oh, she was the main villain? Is that a spoiler? Yeah. Well, well not it's the main been out villain, long enough. She's, no, she's she a, was one of them, yeah. Sort of a villain, but the tw- I guess the spoiler is that she's not really. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> spoiling this film. Yeah, it's, it's been out way long enough. Yeah. Okay, uh, Nightcrawler. One of your favorites, Timothy Chalamet. He'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be great as Nightcrawler, for sure. Okay. Um, and then Storm. Uh, I remember this girl from a couple of these because you know me with like police dramas and stuff like that. Uh, this she's named Anna uh, Diop D I O P. She was in Quantico. She was in Twenty Four Legacy. Okay. Let me see if I've seen her in anything. Uh, and you you want her for Storm? Storm, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Oh, she's in us. Yeah. Did you say that already? No, I hadn't I, yet. I was I was I not listening to you? <laughs> no. Well, that happens frequently, but I no, know. I hadn't said that yet. Uh, no, I know her from us. Okay, great. Yeah. She's in oh, Titans. Yeah. She plays Starfire. Is that right? You sure? I don't know. It's just what it says. Let and a dial. D-I-O-P. No, she plays Corey Anders. I was going to say. Okay, I, never mind. I was like, yeah. I don't think she... Uh, well, no, I don't she know. wasn't, I, yeah. Anyway, go on. Anyway, but her as Storm. And then finally, for this movie... All right. Tom Hardy as Wolverine. Okay. I know he's Venom, but he needs to move. The dude is Wolverine. More than Taron Edgerton? Yes. Way okay. more. What if he got jacked up? He's shorter. Not by much. Yeah, I wonder. He's shorter than Hugh Jackman. That's all I know. I oh, yeah. say he's shorter they're than both, Wolverine. They're both. Tom Hardy's not very tall. Uh, I think Tom Hardy's not a bad choice. I wouldn't be mad if they said, oh, it's because Tom Hardy. I want I want Wolverine to look older than the majority of the rest of the X. He needs to because he should be. I don't want a younger guy to play Wolverine. No. And I mean, you know, freaking Tom Hardy's a jujitsu champion. Mm-hmm. So you know he can fight. I mean, you've seen him in yeah, in Batman and other movies and uh what was it? Uh Warriors. Is that the one with him and where he was the MMA guy? I haven't seen it. Oh. But yeah. I'm 
you know, Venom is kind of on the back burner for anything that I'm interested in other than a Spider-Man Venom movie. So I'd like a dark Venom movie. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad. But yeah, that's that that would be my initial casting for the first movie. Okay. So and mind you, when I talk, all these characters stay the same throughout. So it's not like we're switching. Okay. After movies. Okay, then we do the Dark Genesis, which we can also encompass to actually fill in the plot holes of Eternals. Okay. That the, 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 uh, what was it? The, um, God, why am I drawing a blank? That they killed the creature. The giant, get the guy coming out of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. The, and, yeah. Celestial, okay. Celestial. The Celestial, yeah. Uh, anyway, you know, the way it f- was forming looked like it was becoming like this island in the middle of, and we can make that as Genosha since that's that was their whole thing with, you know, cr- you know, they're manipulating beings and all this energy sure. and everything else. So we can okay. fill that plot hole with that being Genosha. Um, you know, bring that to we introduce a couple of other characters. So this will pull the story through to like, you know, government involvement now with, with mutants and this testing and experiments and stuff like that. And, um, Dazzler. Yes. Introduced. Um, you'll probably know this one, Stephanie Scott. Let me she was in Insidious 3. That's the first thing that came up was Insidious 3. Yep. Okay, yeah. Cool. So um we'll we'll introduce Gambit. Who's playing Gambit? Ian Summerhold. I know that name. Hang on. I'm not good at he was uh, in Lost and Vampire Diaries. Is do you mean Ian Summerholder? Yeah, some, I always, I always mispronounce the last name. Summer <laughs> yeah. Okay, I yeah, always I say him. Summer Holder. Yeah, I do yeah. know him. Okay. Now, and a big part of this, because you're going a couple, of, you know, with this Genesis thing, there's kind of multiple angles on this. Um, we would introduce, other than the head of Genosha, which I want Clancy Brown. Who doesn't? <laughs> you know, especially after his John Wick 4 performance. Oh, I would have wanted him because that's how I want him to act as as the the head of Genosha through the whole entire thing until you know final conflict. Mm -hmm. You know that deadpan, you know, something that I thought I thought the high evolutionary should have been mostly in Guardians, right? That monotone. I'm more superior than you'll ever think of. Yeah, but I liked I liked him in the movie a lot. I thought he was a great take. Um, but your other big bad will be Omega Red, of course. Who's gonna be Omega Red? Uh, guy by the name of Adrian Bochette. Adrian Boucher. Boucher. I'm not French, so I say shit. (laughs) (laughs) He was in The Last Kingdom. Big dude. Kind of has that 
I'm seeing something called Predator Dark Ages. What the hell is Predator Dark Ages? <laughs> it's a short film where Templar knights fight a predator. <laughs> what? Yeah. That sounds awesome. That does sound awesome. I didn't see that one. It's a short film, I guess. It's just on yeah. YouTube. Anyway, go on. But this dude's massive. So could you imagine him going toe-to-toe with Tom Hardy? Well, sure. As a Omega Red and Wolverine? Yeah. <clears throat> sure. And then uh, I would also like to introduce in this one Betsy Braddock. Okay. Psylocke. Yeah. But I want her before Siege Perilous, before she switches with the age, you know, I want her the English version in this one. Okay. So, uh, Kaya, what is it? Skaldalaria. She was in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tale No Tales. Kaya? How do you spell Kaya? K-A-Y-A. Kaya? I tried it three other ways. Uh, I think I recognize her. She was in Crawl. Mm-hmm. Not Crow. No, not Crawl. But I love Crawl. Which is an awesome movie. I love, love Crawl, yes. Yeah. But I want her in this one as... I don't the... really... I don't know. I like the more recent Psylocke. But I'm not done yet. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um... We go with Extinction Agenda, which this will move the story forward, you know, because all these are happening during other Marvel, you know, properties going on. This is just that X-Men line, which this kind of brings in back and forth. Um, Extinction Agenda, which after the destruction of Genosha, you know, these world governments basically make... um, Mutants, public enemy number one. Of course. So you're also in this one, you're introducing Asteroid M. Oh, of course. Yeah, okay. And you're going to have the Acolytes. Okay, yep. So Now um, you're talking X-Men, baby. Yes, I know. Now we're hitting. <laughs> um, now, for all the different Acolytes, I didn't really cast too many. Because we know, like, Colossus decides to join the Acolytes. So we're getting him moving to there and there's a few other um the main one which actually we know turns on Magneto is uh, Exodus and um the dude I I saw that I really looked at and looked at some of his work his name is Elias Gable E-L-Y-E-S E-L-Y-E-S. It's probably a lot. Is, do you think he was in World Elias? War Elias, maybe. He was in World War Z and Interstellar. Okay. All right. Works for me. So, and then with with also with the uh, Asteroid X, I'd love to have Polaris be introduced. Sure. So, um, Riley Vokel, she was in like Roswell, New Mexico and Chicago Fire. Okay. I'm looking at her now. Yeah. Imagine her with green hair and... Yeah, I mean, she it definitely, yeah. I could see yeah. that. She was in American Horror Story as... Right. Fiona Good. I'm sure I've seen it, but I don't remember. 
And then in the middle of this one, we're going to introduce Mr. Sinister. Okay, who's Mr. Sinister? Okay, now, personally, the way I've read this, now, mind you, I've seen all the, all the you know, X-Men animated series and everything else. Yeah. For some reason, I always thought that Mr. Sinister had a Scottish accent. Interesting. I just, why? I don't know why I just, just, he always, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Just the way you know he was portrayed in the books. Uh, he's like always Mr. kind Sinister? of, he's always that, you know, almost a Bond villain. You know okay. what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, that's not true. That's not untrue. Yeah, I agree with you there. That, uh, oh, um, that Sam, uh, what's his name? Her- Harrigan? He's in Outlander. He's like the main guy in Outlander. Sam Harrigan. Uh, nope, this is not. <laughs> uh, Look up Outlander, Outlander on IMDb. And what character? Well, look at the actor's name is Sam. Sam. Sam Witwicky? No. <laughs> oh, man, this is going to take me forever. Uh... He's the very first character. Oh, there, I went right back. I'm like, we couldn't I'm be like, the first one. He's I'm like the main the guy. One. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, uh, let me paint him blue in my mind. Hang on. Well, Mr. Sinister's white. Well, okay. With black, he's kind of yeah. he's bluish. He's kind of bluish sometimes, I would say. And... I could see it. No, I could definitely see it. Yeah, I mean, put yeah, the little I, diamond on his forehead. Yeah, I, it's just I've always had him almost like a Bond villain. No, I think you're right you, there. You know, and I think uh, that would be a good casting. I agree. Okay, and then finally we move into Inferno. All right. Which I want as a two-part movie. All right. And this is going to bring everybody in the MCU, because this is a world-shattering event. Okay. Um, It's an after the disastrous and death, you know, of the previous movies with the, you know, extinction agendas and stuff, you know, in the the previous... um, Mr. Sinister's main plot comes into to, you know, into being to infiltrate the X-Men and, you know, with Jean Grey's initial passing, mm-hmm. you know, Mr. Sinister, we all know that Madeline Pryor is the genetic clone of yes. Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the first movie, I, I want like the like the manipulation and a couple, you know, they've been living under being everything that's gone on the last couple of years. You know, him and Madeline Scott, you know, Cyclops and Madeline get together and everything that transpires in there. Um, Some people leave due to the events and start their own. We get Excalibur, Excalibur introduced. Yeah. And new mutants introduced. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Kitty and Kurt travel over to England and start Excalibur. Did you cast then, Kitty? Yes. Oh, okay. Joey King. Oh, okay. You already told me that. Okay. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> no. 
And then Tim- Timothy Chalamet and, and Joey King were Nightcrawler, okay. and you know they they what go a hot England. little couple. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> anyway, you know through this movie things happen, and you know you know persecution starts to ramp up and everything else, and it comes out that Sinister's plan gets somewhat found out, and Madeline Pryor was just a diversion and you know in the comic books that he and they find out that Jean Grey was actually not killed but captured mm-hmm. so on a mission they find her so you know the, the love triangle ensues and Madeline Pryor gets basically kicked to the curb so she goes on a mental spiral and goes in and gets persuaded into the dark arts. Oh boy! You know the dark arts. We we get to see the, the, the first aspect of Limbo. Yeah, and Valesco. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, and because of having the new mutants tie in, you know, Ileana is in the new mutants. Of course. And she finds out about this, and all that happens, like in the in that we know in the that limbo revolts against her, and more darkness, darkness, <laughs> supernatural. Yes. Well, anyway, that would be like the end of the first movie where all hell breaks loose, literally, literally, literally. Mm-hmm. So, and then we move to the second movie. Where it starts bleeding into not only the X Men universe but the Avengers, Spider Man, yeah, you know, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, you know, all this starts bleeding into, and the second part of Inferno kind of leads up to an end game sort of finale. Yeah. So the couple, two, I didn't cast, um. Rachel Summers, because I was thinking it's like okay, well, we don't want too much of the. We've already done so much of the multiverse and time and everything else. It would be a little hard to have any kind of coherent story with her in Excalibur. Okay, but um, I did um cast the other two, um, Megan. Which we know is the blonde. That's the the robot. The, the kid gets no, yeah. the Faye. <laughs> no M M. Yeah, I know what you're talking G. about. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No. <laughs> uh Breck Basinger. Kim Basinger. Yeah, I was going to say it must be related to Kim. Yeah, she was in the ha- uh, the haunted. She was actually as a kid in School of Rock. Hmm. Okay. And then Captain Britain. Yes. Who do you think I cast? It's Henry Cavill. It is Henry Cavill. <laughs> you gotta have him as Henry. He's perfect. Yeah. He's gotta have. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, like the core group of New Mutants, Anna Taylor Joy has got to be Ileana. She's great. I mean, Fine. she was perfect. She was the best thing to come out of the New Mutants show. Um, Sam. Which is Cannonball, completely recast. Um, I wouldn't mind they, if we lost Cannonball. Not my favorite character. 
Well, I like him better in the comics than I do that he was ever in that movie. Yeah, that's true. Um, Mason Die, he was in Stranger Things. He was Who's the, he in Stranger Things? The dickhead jock in season oh, four. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Jason. Yeah. I just watched it. I just rewatched yes. season four. Uh, Sunspot. Uh, there's a guy named, uh, I think you pronounce it Froy or Fro. F R O Y Gutierrez. Froy. Froy. Okay. Looks like he's a little younger. Yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, he has been in a lot of stuff. He's in The Strangers and he's in uh, Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he's in The Strangers or is this a remake of The Strangers? No, I think it's a remake. Interesting. Anyway, okay, go Mar- Mirage. Yeah. Uh, there's a girl named uh, Alyssa. I'm going to butcher this name. Wapana. T- oh, okay, talk. hang on. Wapana hang on. Talk. Alyssa. W A P A N A. I think Wapana Talk. Wapana is talk. Right. Okay. I was trying not to butcher it. No, oh, that looks. That sounds but right. She was in uh, Peter and Wendy. Peter and Wendy. Um, I I thought about um, what's her name? Uh, Min Thunder from from. Uh, She's so good. I want her. But I want her. No, I want her as uh, X twenty three. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would be really cool. <laughs> so eventually, yeah. I want her as X. You know, that works for me. It, you know, and then because he plays a, a big part in it, uh, Cypher, and Doug is his first name, Ross Lynch. He was uh, used to be a Disney kid, Austin and Allie. Okay. I don't think I've seen anything he's in, but I'll No, probably you. not. No, nothing I've seen, I don't think. But you need some got, uh, blonde, goofy kind of looking kid. Yeah. You know, younger guy. And then the one thing I had, because he would have to be animated, CGI, is Warlock. Okay, yeah. And I had, this was the hard, honestly the hardest one to kind of get who in voice and have that kind of voice that would be an alien out of, you know, fish out of water, uh-huh. still kind of learning. It would and be interesting. This to see is the one that I want. Want a suggestion from you? Who would you think? Somebody like that? Oh, I don't know. How could I know? I mean, <laughs> just I mean, look just at look at the character. And, well, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. That's just weird. I don't know. I know, right? Is That's why I had such a hard time. But he's such an integral part of that, especially in that Inferno storyline. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Uh, That's so hard to say, and it looks so weird. It could just be a CG, like a robot voice. Well, that, what if it's a but, robot but it voice? Has to have, but it has to have some kind of... But if I remember right, isn't he kind of like uh, he's like half robot, half alive? That's that's later on with Doug. Okay. 
Because he, he like merges with him to bring him back to life when he gets okay. killed. Uh, but he's an alien. I mean, he's yeah, like a robotic an alien. alien. Somebody with that does a good alien voice. <laughs> I don't know. Well, and I, that's what I mean. I, I was like, really. That's why when I was what like, about, looking I was at this, thinking, I'm like, I don't know. Okay, remember? Okay, Gotham, the TV show. Uh huh. The guy that played Penguin. He was also like the guy at the service desk in John Wick 4 of the, you know, where where all the uh, operators were. I'm trying to find out who that actor is. Uh, actor. He's got three names. Robin Lord Taylor. Yes. Uh, I mean, sh- sure. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I don't know. I'll have to take your word for it. I don't know. I don't know. Remember his voice. It's kind of nasally, kind of higher pitched. All right. Yeah, I just I some like that, you know. And, and then between his voice and some kind of synthesized. That's what I'm thinking. It would it. have to be all robotic anyway. Eventually. But it would have to have some kind of character, and like just thinking of. Like, you know, from the books itself, he was kind of, you know, almost like they tried to make uh, Adam Warlock in Guardians, Mm -hmm. where he's still kind of almost mentally, uh, you know, a child, childish. Yeah. Yeah. But not quite as childlike, you know. Probably so, be pretty know, scary to look at, I think. Right. But but that's what I would want is something a little more dark. Yeah. You know, to end it. That way we can bring up, you know, at that point, Midnight Suns and Imagine Dark that. Avengers. Yeah. And that would rule. I agree. Yeah. So, you know, Kevin Feige, I'm coming for your job. <laughs> I wear a mall cap all the time too. I'll just that's all you got to do. Change the color of it. And, no one will yeah. even know. No. <laughs> Couldn't do any worse recently. Well, when I sat down to think about these things, yeah, I was crushed by just anxiety. Like, I don't know anything. I don't know any actors. Just give me a good movie. Yeah. So I'm glad you did all the work there. Yeah, I, I'm glad I can help out there a little bit. Yes. No, but I mean... Uh, this I I know they're not going to do anything. Even it would be cool at least for them this. to do like a. Could why couldn't they just give us like because some of those stories are awesome and like classic X Men stories, right? Why not just some animated movies or something like let's let's have some of those because we haven't seen like really hardly any of that stuff. Well, and that's almost that's DC's like territory. It seems like the animated movie since. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they're getting some of their lesser known but great stories out there yeah. that way. Yeah. Do it, Marvel. Let's go. Put them straight onto Disney Plus. Take no, my money. I, I, I want to see this because all the, these would have the actual like gravity, I think, in stories that mm-hmm. I think an X Men movie really needs. It would be fun. And, yeah, it would be good. You know, and then that would bring more gravity to the actual MCU instead sure. of. You know, kind of what we've been getting, especially lately. 
you know, and it's not like you can't have humor in some of these. There's plenty of them in these, you know. Well, yeah, sure. So yeah, in the I, in the storylines. I agree though. I'd like to see these things. But I think I think there was just I think there was such a you know divergence from after Endgame, the way the Marvel movies were going, that it really like almost fell too far into that comedy. You know, action and comedy. It definitely seems like they haven't been quite sure what the direction is. So, but so I like. Yeah. I will d- still defend Doctor Strange, I, and I'll, I I'll definitely will. defend uh, Guardians Three. Oh yeah, Guardians. Well, Guardians Three, I think, was James Gunn Gunn's. Uh, you know, dear John Leonard. <laughs> yeah, let me make. You know, let me make the, one of your best bu- films. Y- yeah, and then leave you. Yeah. His dear John Leonard to the MCU. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, absolutely. Everything that's going on right now, who knows what direction it's going to take? I mean, we've got really to the to November of what's actually made. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens. You know, because your your beloved Blade hasn't gotten very far off the ground. No, <laughs> it's like thing after thing. Ah. <laughs> We'll see. We will see. What is it? Blaine being made is like Matt and Damon being on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, we didn't have time. We <laughs> ran out of time. Yeah. So, but we'll see what happens. Like I said, it's just some ideas and get. it's kind of a slow week and stuff. So some fun ideas for everybody to debate. And yeah, let us know. Do you like yeah. the casting? Do you, would you, what, what would you think? Who would, would you change? What would you, would you change? put in? Yeah, absolutely. So that includes Fantastic Four too. So, and then uh, you know, what two we didn't touch on, which should be the the other characters involved, is Galactus and Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're pretty important. Yeah, all across the dang MCU and all right. across Marvel. Right. So, you guys give us your uh, takes on that. I think I my ultimate. We... Oh, go yeah. Ahead. Go ahead. No, well, go ahead. I think. My ultimate, what I really want right now from the MCU is to really start doing some good stories. Well, some singular, give us some of those characters we haven't had yet. Like I want Blade, like Blade's one of them. Right. Give me Ghost Rider. Give me, like, I really want like a Luke Cage, like let's reboot Luke Cage a little bit. Give me a Luke Cage movie. Give me a Daredevil movie. I know they're doing the show, but like, I think Daredevil needs a movie. Do all that. And like, let's lead up to a Midnight Suns or something like that. Yeah. Um, well, you know, initially the way they initially the way they were starting to do stuff, we thought that was happening. But mm-hmm. here recently, who knows? I wouldn't mind I mean, trying trying again with the defenders. Uh, but yeah, w- whatever. Anyway, like you like you were saying, let's if you have ideas, let us know. Tell us yep. in the Discord. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Find us there. Um, link link for the Discord's in the description of the episode. Yep. Hop in. Now, I have an idea. I don't want to do this on air for you. You know, we talked about, um, <laughs> yeah, I know, surprise, surprise. Um, we talked about closer to either after the release, and, and I think more after the release, of the Marvels. Mm-hmm. Us doing ranking a big show, yeah. ranking the MCU. We may talk about this a lot, 
and see if we if you guys will even want us to do a live show sure and that we can have some guests on sure to help debate and we That's can go through through kind of just something fun you know we, yeah. we may have a few alternative beverages and some good hearty uh name calling but alternative pass that it'll all be in good good jest all right so uh, that's an interesting idea maybe that would be a fun thing to do at the end of the year yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah let's 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 think about that so I, and I you, agree. especially you guys that are regular commenters and even you guys if you're not get us on all of our social medias and let us know if that's something you guys will watch and want uh we'll be, bring uh some uh previous guests on to to help uh, debate, and maybe maybe we'll do it live. That way, we'll see some of your guys' input. That would be great. Let's consider that for sure. All right, let us know. All right, I have nothing else. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Good night, I guess. Goodbye. Good I love you. <laughs> have a good nap. Whatever you're yeah. doing. Whatever you're doing lunch. next. Whatever. Take you're care doing of yourself. Next. Yeah. Get some exercise. Brush some your time. teeth. Holy shit. Right. I mean. Wipe your ass. Come on. Have some self-respect. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. All right. Have a good one, guys. Bye.